0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the All in Sacred Time podcast. The All in Sacred Time podcast is designed to give deeper meaning to your life by helping you to better understand and consciously align with the cosmological and sacred energies affecting and influencing your daily life. My name is Anna Jones, and I am your host for this podcast I broadcast it periodically throughout the year, and this is my first broadcast for the year 2016. And I'm broadcasting it right on time, for the upcoming new lunar year. The uh, moon cycles are what I'm going to talk about first in the podcast today, but my intention with this podcast uh, is to give you a little bit of an overview of the energies, the cosmological energies that are going to be affecting all of us over the next few weeks, uh, the rest of the winter, and at least into the beginning of the spring, and maybe even potentially if I have time in the podcast today, be able to kind of give you a little bit of at least insight and overview into the energies of the year. So um, this is uh, right now the beginning of February, and I'm recording this uh, podcast at a time that uh, just recently we had the celebration um, reach the turning point of uh, what is called Imbolc in the Celtic tradition and also referred to as Candlemas house. <laughs> Uh, in other traditions and places of the world uh, February 1st and 2nd is the turning point of this what that actually is is the uh, the halfway point between the spring e- the fall I'm sorry the winter solstice and the spring equinox um, so winter is half over uh, many people in the western uh, countries and, and states uh, know this also to be celebrated as Groundhog Day the uh, celebration of of midwinter and looking to see uh, how much further uh, experience of winter we're going to have. So the most important thing or significant thing um, right now as I'm recording this uh, since this turning point has just recently happened is that um, it is known as the beginning of spring tide so um, I want you to think in terms of celestial energies or cosmological energies that um, influence uh, everything on the planet and everyone on the planet and um, as the energies of winter begin to wane like the waning of the moon um, the energies of spring begin their waxing Uh, think of the cycles of the moon there's the waxing cycles of the moon uh, where the moon is getting increasing in light and there's the waning cycles of the moon where the moon is decreasing in light So the best way I can explain this is uh, to use that analogy for you uh, that the spring tide uh, is now flowing in the energies of winter are slowly beginning to wane and it's very slowly at first but I know that many of you may be listening to this are very happy and excited about that um, that the energies of winter will begin to wane and um, of course as the equinox draws closer uh, that spring tide starts rolling in even faster Faster and more dramatically and you start really feeling the waning of the winter and the beginning of the spring um, in fact it starts peaking at the time of um, that spring tide starts reaching its highest point and its peak point at the spring equinox so you really start feeling it of course then but we start feeling it and seeing it between now and then in the tides and the length of the day Many things along that line. So um, be trying to tune in to that energy, be aware of that energy. Uh, I think that it's a helpful thing for us to um, try to, t- to use our subtle senses and our spiritual awareness to try to become aware of um, that springtide energy uh, that's moving in. The, the, the increase in the length of the day is probably one of the most obvious ways to recognize it and see it starting to happen Again, it's more slowly and gradual at first, and then you'll begin to notice it and feel it as time goes on. So um, I wanted to begin by mentioning that uh, and say happy spring tide, everyone, because um, the energies of winter are now waning and the energies of spring are now starting to move in. Think of them as tides of the ocean. One One tide is starting to move out and the other tide is starting to move in. So gradually slowly just like the shifting of the tides in the ocean it doesn't happen all at once from high tide to to low tide uh so the tides are moving and the the real benefit of it for all of us in addition to the weather changes that it will bring us is the energy changes that it brings us the mood changes that it brings us uh the, the the shift from one way of thinking and being and feeling into another so um that is uh something to look forward to uh in this uh next six weeks uh, basically about five and a half more weeks uh, in which those tides will be shifting and just know that the energies uh, are starting to just change even more now and that change will be building uh, leading up to the spring equinox Um, while I'm on the subject of the spring equinox I think I'll go ahead and speak briefly about that um, because I sometimes like to since this is um, something that is going to be available on my website on the podcast page on my website at AnnaJonesOnline.com as well as available through the, um, the, the the iTunes page that I have and the iTunes account that I have um, That the, this will be available, this podcast will be available uh, for you to listen to either again and again or to listen to at any point point. Um, and so sometimes I like to begin with stuff that's even coming up down the road so we don't you know we can listen to some of that stuff first and then we can uh, listen to some of the things that are coming up more immediately 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 so the spring equinox that the spring tide is building up to uh, that this energy is building up to it's definitely an energy of um, just, you know, transformation and new beginnings, and uh, of course the spring in Kinox is a time of rebirth. Uh, there are uh, several different celebrations of New Year's. Uh, some of the ancient cultures celebrate New Year's on the winter solstice. Uh, some of the uh, ancient cultures celebrate New Year's uh, right next week, which is the, the celebration of the lunar new year when we Complete a full year cycle of the lunar calendar, and um, others—a uh, sm- much smaller number—but others celebrate New Year's on the spring equinox because it is such a time of new life and rebirth uh, for the Earth and for all of us because it's happening um, on the planet and it's happening uh, for those, of course, especially in this sp- in the northern hemisphere, which is what this podcast is uh, designed for people who are in the northern northern hemisphere is what this podcast is created for so uh, because those in the southern hemisphere of course will be experiencing the fall equinox at this time so um, but the energies of the spring equinox will be um, coming on no- march the 20th uh, so that peak of the spring tide i was speaking of we will reach on march the 20th exactly at 12:30 a.m eastern daylight time uh, so there'll be a daylight savings time shift the week right before that for those who turn their clocks forward, for those who uh, follow the Daylight Savings Time system, uh, I'm broadcasting this podcast from Hawaii, uh, which is where my home and my home office is, uh, and it is not something that uh, we do here, but there are many people uh, who will be listening to this podcast. Just so you know, March to the 13th is when you'll be um, moving your clocks into Daylight Savings Time, so the exact time of this week, Equinox, will be 12.30 a.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time, on March the twentieth, uh, so for some people in the world, um, it will be happening uh, actually even before that. So it'll be happening on March the nineteenth uh, for certain places um, uh, in Europe and uh, Asia, etc. So March the nineteenth for people in Asia and Europe and uh, the. Um, New Zealand, Australia, that, that type of area that the equinox will be happening even though it won't be the spring equinox, it'll be the fall one for them uh, and then for those of us in the United States, eastern time zone uh, and beyond, uh, it will be happening on the 20th um, so that week is going to be very power packed. Um, the spring, the reason why I feel like this particular spring tide uh, is significant is because the spring equinox week um, and the spring uh, basically peak period where that tide is like really peaking and spring is really bursting, starting to burst forth now, um, is, is power packed. Uh, and it's power packed due to things happening with celestial events and cosmic events. It's also power-packed because of uh, religious High Holidays and ceremonies and uh, just the again the collective consciousness uh, experience because we have the cosmological experiences and energies that we experience and we also have the energies that we experience that are um, from our uh, kind of collective consciousness influencing us and affecting us. So um, that said uh, what are some of those things? Well um, the uh, Spring Equal equinox Equinox week will then be uh, a couple days later after the spring equinox on the 23rd. There will be a full moon, and that particular full moon will be a high holy day uh, in one of the um, Vedic traditions, the Hindu traditions, uh, and it is also um, a full moon lunar eclipse that day. So, a high holy day in uh, one of the Hindu traditions and um, also a full moon lunar eclipse, which eclipses are always powerful, they always amplify, the lunar eclipses always fall on full moons, by the way, so that's not unusual for there to be a full moon total lunar eclipse. actually I'm not sure for sure if it's going to be a total eclipse or not but it is a lunar eclipse so uh, it's not uncommon. I mean it is common it's the most common thing for the full moons uh, for the lunar eclipses to fall on the full moons they only happen on full moons Uh, so that's important for people to know that's uh, not something that's the special thing about it is the fact that it's falling so close to the equinox uh, that is special and it will really kind of again burst forth um, that uh, new energy, even more of rebirth and uh, growth and um, resurrection, actually, um, because just a few days following that will be the uh, religious high holy day uh, in the Christian tradition of um, of Easter, so the celebration of Easter, which is uh, this year falling on march the twenty seventh Easter always falls on the first Sunday. After the first full moon in spring. Um, So, right after the uh, equinox, uh, the first Sunday after the first full moon. In spring, uh, is when Easter always falls. For those of you who wonder why is it always different uh, every year, why some years is it early, why some years is it late? Is it late? It's not just some random thing. It actually uh, does have some connection with sacred time as to uh, where the church decided to put that celebration of that holy day uh, on the first Sunday Sabbath day after the full moon, uh, the first full moon of spring. So, um, and and that uh, has a, uh, because Christianity is the largest religion in the world, uh, and there's a strong uh, connection to uh, Christ and to uh, Christ's uh, life and pastimes and to the resurrection and the ascension that many, many, many people worldwide feel. This will have a profound uh, impact on us uh, with the, these things all coming so close together this time, because even though it's always the the first full moon the first Sunday after the first full moon in spring they're not always that close together and that first full moon is definitely not always a lunar eclipse so um, it's going to uh, amplify all of the positive and all of the negative negative. and I always like to remind people about this about all full moons and then when there's eclipses then it is even more so in fact with eclipses we uh, need to make sure that we're really anchoring in the light because the light is being temporarily for a short term being blocked and obscured and we really want to anchor in the light uh, knowing that everything is being amplified in our consciousness and really stay in the, the, the mood and the attitude of Um, love and devotion and service and uh, really you know trying to be positive and not uh, being you know critical or judging or condescending um, of others of course we want to live our lives like this uh, on a regular basis and the more we practice it the easier it is for us to do it but um, aligning ourselves with sacred time and really practicing doing this at sacred times uh, is uh, very helpful for us in making those shifts in consciousness that we want to make more permanent um, so I feel that everything that is happening which is a reason again why I'm gonna I'm starting with this first and I'm gonna then kind of go backwards into some other things that are happening between then and now um, is uh, is because this is the most powerful significant thing uh, that we're going to be experiencing uh, within the next few weeks the um, to, to end the the winter, begin the spring, and to set the new tone for moving further into 2016, um, this new year on the man-made calendar, which begins uh, January 1st on the man-made calendar, um, the Gregorian calendar, it's called the man-made system. So that this new year of 2016 we want to move forward uh, with as uh, much awareness as possible as to what the uh, the cosmological weather is going to be uh, and really very important times to really work on ourselves, work on healing ourselves work on balancing ourselves work on spiritual advancement we need to be working on those things on a regular basis of course but again sacred times are special um, which is why I call this podcast All In Sacred Time because I really want to emphasize that certain cosmological events certain uh, cosmological energies and alignments really are sacred times for the planet and for all beings on the planet and uh, that that we have to uh, recognize them, wake up to them, begin to real align ourselves with them. I see this happening more and more in the world and it gives me great hope um, because of um, many many things that get passed around and circulated around Uh, especially through social media sites uh, that I'm involved in and that I work with. Um, You know people at least raising awareness that some of the uh, celestial events are happening uh, etc. There's also a lot of uh, information that circulates out there on social media that you know it doesn't really help us connect or align even though it does raise awareness that things are happening uh, or to really align ourselves properly where we've been out of alignment uh, with the natural rhythms of natural time which I call sacred time for millennia um, and uh, it's part of our dysfunction uh, as a species in our relationships with one another and it is a major part of our dysfunction uh, as a a species in relationship to our planet and to other species who live exclusively according to uh, natural time cosmological time sacred time again I use those words all interchangeably for those of you who are new to this podcast uh, you can go back and maybe listen to some of the old podcasts to to uh, to, to, to get some explanations that I've given in the past uh, in, in, in the past um, you know several podcasts that that I have uh, broadcast of you know w- how I define sacred time and in other teachings that I've given about it. But I just wanted to kind of remind since it's been a while since I've uh, p- put out a broadcast, uh, people of uh, why I think it's important and what's important about it. Um, so with that said, I'm going to get back into talking about um, this being uh, the, the the most significant thing happening in the next few weeks, um, and I'd say the most significant thing happening throughout the spring actually uh, because will there be other cosmological and astronomical and astrological things happening this spring. Absolutely. Uh my intention uh if my schedule allows for such and the reason why there's been inconsistent with C with getting these broadcasts out is because my schedule is busier than ever these days with the uh private one on one uh phone readings that I offer as well as uh healing sessions that I do through distance work and in person work and also all the many webinars and uh classes and teleclasses and teleconferences that I lead and teach throughout the year. That schedule has been busier than ever. And of course, the information for all the things that I do teach on all the subjects, because uh, there's a wide range of, of subjects that I that I teach on and that I offer um, private sessions with, not just on the subject of sacred time. I'm an interfaith minister. I am a holistic healer. And I'm a lifelong clairvoyant, um, clairvoyant medium, actually. So um, these things are all available for you to learn about up on my website. Again, that is at AnnaJonesOnline.com So that just explains why I have been uh, kind of inconsistent with getting these these podcasts out because I've been busier than ever. Um, So it's my intention to put one out in the spring and to give you more uh, details about some of the other things happening uh, throughout the spring. But as I've looked at it, um, I would say the things I'm going to be talking about here in this podcast are the most significant, in order to give you the heads up of the most powerful things happening, not only over the next few weeks, but actually um, over the next uh, two or three months here. So um, this uh, this week um, now now I'm going to talk about the build up to this, right? So the build up to the spring equinox, to the lunar eclipse to uh, holy week Uh, all this is happening during what is called holy week in the Christian tradition Um, so we have a high holy day uh, within earth based traditions of the equinox we have a high holy day um, actually in the Baha'i tradition which is on the 21st there's a high holy day um, and there's a high holy day in Hinduism on the 23rd during the time of the full moon lunar eclipse and there's a high holy day on um, March the 27th so March the 20th, March the 21st March the 23rd, uh, actually March the 25th, which is Good Friday, another very high holy day in the Christian tradition, and uh, March the 27th, high holy day in the Christian tradition. Uh, so sorry about that. I had no idea that I had that um, bell there, that uh, that ringer on, so apologize. Okay, so um, that high holy week in all of those traditions, with all of those things happening, with all the celestial events happening, um, there's going to be a lot building up to it. Uh, expect big things, you know. Um, when when there's that much going on, uh, expect big sweeping types of changes, uh, energy, momentum, etc. And I'm going to talk about something else that's going to be kind of factored into it here in a minute. So, what is leading up to it? What is building up to it? Now that we're building and leading into the um, spring tide, and this spring tide is all building up to it. So, um, now that we're in this spring tide, then the very uh, next important, significant thing is happening, which is uh, corresponding to the release of this podcast and why I'm releasing it right now, is happening on February the 8th, Monday February the 8th. It is the um, most people will hear it discussed and talked about as the Chinese New Year. Um, Also the Tibetan New Year um, called Losar. Uh, The Chinese New Year or the Tibetan New Year uh, for this upcoming new moon happening on uh, February the 8th. But it is also the lunar new year meaning um, it uh, there are 13 moon cycles that we go through in order to complete a lunar year. Um, so uh, this will be the 13th moon cycle, the completion of the 13th and the beginning of the new first moon cycle uh, uh, it'll be completion of that 13-year cycle that we will really be wrapping up uh, all of the energies from 2015 uh, especially the moon aspect. especially affects us um, I think physiologically it affects us definitely there's there's indications that it affects our our physical bodies and then very strongly affecting our emotional bodies. so uh, really kind of moving us emotionally uh, fully out of the last uh, out of the last year and into the new year with new 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 beginnings um, every new moon of course is a new beginning but on the new moon that marks the new lunar year uh, is a major new beginning so it's a very important time to do prayer meditation uh, ceremony uh, I really encourage you to use it as a time to go deeply into meditating on peace um, and to reaching kind of a deeper level of interpe- inner peace uh, and then and setting your intentions for the new from there um, because of all of the amped up energies that are going to be coming um, the, the uh, amped up energies that are becoming that um, also is going to be combined with another planetary uh, phenomenon, another another planetary celestial event that's going to be happening um, that is called the Mars Max uh, which I'm going to talk about uh, in, in more detail and depth as well but let let me finish first with uh, talking about the, the 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 lunar New Year, also known as the Chinese New Year. So, a lot of ancient cultures had lunar calendars and um, went by those lunar calendars. One of those ancient cultures is the Chinese culture. Uh, they still operate on that uh, ancient lunar calendar that they've been following for thousands of years. And um, they associate every new lunar year um, with the connection of the, the moon and um, Jupiter. Uh, also, it has, it's, there's a connection uh, as to what they um, kind of. Connect the year with the with the cycles of Jupiter, what the energies of the year are as to where Jupiter is also in its movements. Interestingly, I can't even fully explain it to you. Um, I went to an astronomy lecture last night uh, here in Hawaii. Astronomy is uh, very very popular and e- easily ex- more, much more easily accept- accessible to us uh, than other places to uh, hear from you know world class astronomers. And uh, I didn't quite get everything that the astronomer was trying to say, but what we what I did here my husband and I both even talked about afterwards is that one of the things that makes Earth unique, one of the things that makes our planet um, and the formation of our planet and uh, just how special and unique it is in uh, the known universe, let's put it that way, in the known universe um, is uh, the it can be directly connected to the influence between Earth, the Moon, and Jupiter. Uh, so that was interesting. Uh, that 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 Jupiter has played a role uh, in uh, our planet being as uniquely formed, as uniquely, um, uh, you know, kind of special as it is within our within our known universe. And perhaps the ancient Chinese were tuning into that uh, because the the system that they have of assigning animals. To each one of the years um, those animal signs are actually based on uh, Jupiter's uh, positions and uh, where where Jupiter is uh, at the time uh, in the zodiac so the lunar new year is happening and um, then in order to attribute uh, what is connected to the new year uh, the the animal signs are used and the animal signs are connected to the movements of Jupiter so very 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 interesting there um, and so this particular year in the in the Chinese uh, lunar calendar uh, and, and the Jupiter cycles is known uh, by the monkey um, the, the animal sign of the monkey um, and in addition to having the animals uh, the 12 animals that are known as the Chinese uh, zodiac um, in addition to those 12 animals there's also the elements that are associated with them um, as we go through the cycles uh, because uh, not every time that we come back to the year of the monkey is the exact same energy of the year, the last time we had the year of the monkey. And it's they're always 12 years apart because it takes 12 years for Jupiter to move through each sign. So um, it's been 12 years since we've had a year of the monkey. So this being 2016, the last time, uh, I, got, I didn't look it up, but I'm assuming the last time. The That we had the last year of the monkey was in 2002 but it wasn't the same energy because it wasn't the same element associated with that particular year of the monkey Uh, it actually takes 60 years a 60 year cycle before we return to in the in the Chinese zodiac before uh, we return to the exact same energy point of the exact same animal with the exact same element so it's been 60 years uh, since we've had a year of the fire monkey so this is the year of the monkey in the Chinese uh, astrology system in the Chinese zodiac uh, but it is also the year of the fire monkey the fire monkey specifically um, so the element of fire associated with it um, those of you who know about monkeys and what their personalities are like uh, ha- how they act, how high energy they can be um, especially certain ones uh, can, can, can feel when you put the word fire monkey in there how much more lively and energetic and dynamic uh, that sounds right, I mean we can even just feel it by the two words fire monkey. Uh, So it's going to be the year of the fire monkey uh, from this lunar new year to the next lunar new year uh, within the Chinese tradition and that's the way that they read those energies and especially those celestial influences cosmological influences affecting us and it's a very very useful tool Uh, actually I really uh, love Chinese astrology and love the work with uh, the animals and the elements and uh, always get a lot of insight uh, from it um, and again uh, just feel like just intuitively um, the, the fire element is going to add even more dynamics uh, to the, the the monkey energy um, so more passion more joy, more creativity all possible within this year if again we focus on it with our will and intention the, the possibility for that is there. Um, However, if we I, I truly believe that our true will plays a choice, that these are just energies that we need to know what uh, they're, they're, they're best suited for and what um, you know they, they, they can present to us and how we can use them. Um, and we need to kind of make choices to use our passion, to reconnect with our passion, to reconnect with our joy, to reconnect with our creativity. Um, but I again, I, and I think that you should um, take the opportunity on February the 8th to set intentions for reconnection with your passion, reconnection with your joy, reconnection with creativity, and, and what you want to create in your life that brings you joy, that is your passion. You know, what you want to create in your life that brings you joy and that is your passion would be the best intentions to set on the Lunar New Year, uh, the beginning of the year of the Fire Monkey on February the 8th. However, what I was saying before is to really try to meditate first is my suggestion to all of you. uh, To meditate first and try to you know really uh, quiet the monkey mind um, because the one of the things we want to be very careful of this year is all of that higher, high fire monkey energy uh, over stimulating the mind and over stimulating the ego and over stimulating the monkey mind uh, that is referred to in meditation circles and that we uh, as meditation teachers, I'm also a meditation teacher, uh, that um, you know we who teach meditation like to use the terminology. It's a super active mind that's very difficult to control, very difficult to contain, you know. So um, at start the beginning of the cycle by quieting it, you know. Um, to do some meditation. Uh, in this particular instance, and again, I teach all different types of meditation, and I have several different meditations that I've recorded that are for sale upon on my website. But in this particular day, um, the best types of meditation are not even the guided ones, you know, not even a lot of active visualization or anything like that at least not to start with if you want to do it kind of afterwards after you've set your intentions and that would be appropriate but really the best meditation to start with um, either starting the day or starting your ceremony or starting whatever spiritual practice you're going to do on February the 8th uh, would be to um, try to just do anything you can to focus the mind and quiet it whether it's breathing meditation whether it's just focusing the mind on one thing that helps it to quiet and calm and to begin this time period of the fire monkey by calming the monkey mind so it sets that vibration, it sets that tone for the whole next year for you to kind of make it easier over the course of the next year for those influences that that, that can be sometimes uh, more the the, the negative or harmful influences of these energies to to help prevent that from happening so I'm suggesting that um, Um, either at the beginning of the day or at some time you know when you do some kind of ritual or ceremony even just a candle lighting or something along that line um, for the, that you do uh, a, a, a mind calming a mind centering a mind focusing quieting type of meditation even if you can only do it for a short period of time successfully that's fine it's better than not doing it at all um, and then set intentions very specifically it is my intention to and uh, my, my uh, recommendation again to align with what's pro- proper for these energies is to focus on an intention like I said earlier of um, passion joy and creativity especially intention of what do I want to create that is my passion what do I want to create that is my joy that brings me my that that brings me more joy love peace etc uh, into my life what do I want to create you can be general about that intention and broad about it or be specific about it. But then always with intention work um, you want to uh, release it and let it go and then have um, no more uh, attachment to the outcome and to the result. However, that doesn't mean you don't want to revisit the intention and continue to, um, you know, maybe restate the intention as time goes on, as the year goes on, uh, you maybe even you know, on every new moon perhaps, include the intention. It would be great, actually, a wonderful spiritual practice to do would be to take that intention that you're setting on the lunar new year and write it down and then every new moon when it comes time to set new intentions for the new cycle uh, add some specific intentions around that so that all throughout the 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 lunar year uh, that we're entering into uh, every new moon every new beginning within this next new lunar year uh, you can be building upon that uh, and focusing uh, even more on uh, what it is that you're creating and continuing to build upon that creation, you can can add new things in too that uh, maybe you didn't think about before, or that you you know don't even uh, know that you need until later on. But uh, uh, continuing to build it would be a, a wonderful um, kind of year-long uh, sacred practice for spiritual practice for you to do, uh, honoring this uh, new year from new year to new year um, and setting intentions on the new. New moon uh for every new beginning of every new cycle because the new moon what's important about it it's 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 as far as like seeing it you can't see it i I mean there's there's no way that you can see the new moon because the moon is traveling with the sun and it's just uh completely impossible to see the new moon so it's the dark moon um so it's the one that doesn't sometimes get as much attention or fanfare uh because we can't physically see it with our eyes but boy do we feel it with our emotions and, uh, it, and and it has a um, and it's the beginning the new moon is always the beginning of the next lunar cycle the next uh, 28 day lunar cycle because every lunar cycle consists of uh, approximately 28 days and um, the new moon is always the beginning of the new cycle and a time to honor new beginnings so um, let me just give you a little bit more information about Fire Monkey and then I'm going to move on um, The in addition to uh the, the the fire element uh, because of the fire the the color associated with the monkey is the color of red so some people will also call it the red monkey uh, the're the red monkey uh, or the fire monkey uh, so uh, the red energy is of course same I mean they're they're very energizing passion and joy creativity on the positive side they can also be um, uh, if they're if they're pushed too much the fire energy can be too strong or the red uh, energy can kind of push us into overly aggressiveness uh, or being overly uh, passionate to the point of being too aggressive or being too you know too intense so to speak uh, so be on the lookout for making sure that we don't go to extremes um, and uh, the years of the monkey is also times to make to shake things up and to make big leaps of faith uh, and uh, to be very very active uh, it's gonna be a year a great year to just be uh, very very active there are years where it's kind of more um, advantageous for us uh, energetically the energies are more aligned with uh, kind of uh, being more laid back, more slow or consistent. Or this is this is this is high energy, uh, fast action, fast moving. Um, so be sure to pace yourself uh, throughout the energies of this year, and um, you know to uh, balance between rest and action. Uh, know when it's time to rest. Know when it's time to act. But um, be anticipating and aligning yourself with uh, moving uh, actions and especially taking actions to uh, stir things up or shake things up uh, especially with the intention to break through Uh, we want to always make sure that we're using these energies to break through rather than break down the, uh, the 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 negative energies or the harmful energies from any of the celestial and cosmological energies we experience if taken to extremes uh, and if we take them and push ourselves to extreme and let it let those energies push us to extremes then we can break down extremes lead to breakdown extreme anything extreme thinking extreme feeling extreme uh, activism extreme radicalism extreme anything extreme Extremes lead to breakdown um, so we want to uh, avoid the, going to extremes with all this high energy that's going to be there stay balanced within it and really stay focused on how do I use this high energy to act and to serve and to you know passionately and joyfully create uh, what I want to create for myself and what I want to create in this world in order to break through to the next level uh, break through to to the, 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 the next new, uh, new new level, it's an, it's an evolution. Um, we want to create a conscious uh, evolution and that's different than revolution. Um, the energies, if they're taken to extreme, we'll feel them, the extreme side of them as revolutionary uh, and, and definitely we'll be seeing some of that and people will definitely kind of go that direction but that's the extreme energies of it. It's taking that energy and taking it to extremes and that Mars energy that's also going to be um, impacting us during this time we really want to be careful of going to extremes with that too uh, we're going to be experiencing something called a Mars max uh, from February 4th so that's already begun be I'm, I'm recording this in uh, February the 5th um, all the way through to September the 1st with the peak of that Mars max uh, happening during that around the time of May May 22nd when Mars is going to be making its closest approach to the Earth. It happens every uh, couple of years or so and um, that cycle uh, always uh, amps up the, the male energy and uh, becomes very, very difficult working with that male energy and keeping that male energy in balance and we really have to use the feminine energy and tap into the feminine energy and support the feminine energy, again, in our lives and in the world to help balance balance uh, that Mars max that male max that aggressive max energy that it can be again if it's taken to extremes so we don't want you know heavy male um, maxed out you know extreme thinking extreme feeling extreme revolutionary we don't want that energy uh, even though everything is going to be susceptible to that right I mean it's going to feel like it's susceptible we're, we're susceptible to that and where it's going to feel like even in some ways like it's time for that but um, it's my view very much that again extremes and gluttering ourselves go to those extremes uh, leads to breakdown rather than breaking through and we don't want the ultimate outcome of what we do with these energies this year to lead to a breakdown because we wouldn't see the breakdown even right away right the breakdown ultimately is not even something that we would see or feel in our lives or in our world even right away so um, we want to stay um, focused always and and I say this with if you go back and you listen to my podcast I say this with every uh, podcast that I do and with everything that I speak on when it comes to working with the astronomical astrological and cosmological energies um, that we are meant to use those energies to create with again they are like a weather forecast they're like the weather that that we have to work within and work around and 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 do what we're going to do within but if we if it forces us into fear for example and we go into you know radical fear or you know uh you know t- too too much to an extreme uh with that or if it forces us into just you know radical revolutionary ideas and and, and things along that line then uh we're taking those energies and we're using them in such a way that is on that far extreme end of what those energies are for and not that that's always a bad thing but it, it it's always important that we may maintain the balance that we always 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 important that we maintain our balance and we maintain the balance of um, working with these energies Um, so maintaining balance and focusing on breaking through using those energies in the most positive way to break through and we really have to balance the feminine energy with the masculine energy uh, during this Mars Max period and again let me repeat those dates the Mars Max is going to be happening between February 4th 2016 all the way through to September uh, 12th uh, yeah, September 1st of 2016 with the peak of those energies coming on May the 22nd Um, we uh, if we go too far into extremes with the male energy and don't temper it with the feminine energy and support the feminine energy and and use our feminine energy um, if we don't do that we will see all kinds of breakdowns Uh, when Mars Max happens we're very vulnerable and so if those energies go to an extreme of um, all different types of calamities, all different types of aggression, fighting, war, uh, etc. Um, and we tend to see things escalate in our world during Mars Max periods. Um, because it's happening, uh, this particular Mars Max, again, Mars Max happens every couple of years or so. So because it's happening, during a time where there's all these shifting tides there's all these shifts of energy there's the amplification of this super power packed uh, week that's coming up for the spring equinox uh, and it's going to be happening uh, during a time where uh, collectively there's there's big shifts and big changes and new beginnings happening for our country, for our nation, etc. We just need to make sure that we use that energy properly and that we are constantly working to consciously counterbalance the energy the aggressiveness of it we want to counterbalance with peace the masculine energy of it we want to counterbalance with the feminine energy and that doesn't mean you know just women it's the feminine energy in man and the feminine energy in women okay Uh, the feminine energy however women I believe are definitely playing a very important role in the world right now uh, of, of helping us to return back to the sacred feminine and how to To use the sacred feminine energy uh, and support that feminine energy and do things uh, once again uh, through our feminine energy. So it's time that we experience actually another breakthrough uh, with that feminine energy because one of the things that the Mars Max can do with all of this is the Mars Max can Make another kind of strong amplification of the masculine energy that 's been so strong and dominant in our world for thousands of years uh, the, 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 the dominant energy for thousands of years has been the male energy you know that that 's going to amplify once again and we 're going to see it in everything from politics to our personal lives to um, our relationships uh, especially interpersonal relationships between men and women between our you know our, our spouses our partners our mates. Uh, we're going to see it in everything, the masculine, feminine energy dynamics kind of to play themselves out and be amplified uh, with the masculine really kind of coming on strong and and, and, and a forceful strongness. Uh, and again, the tendency is one to kind of just like give into that, which again kind of lets ourselves just be washed into those extremes. Whereas what we need to do is navigate that. You know, as conscious co-creators of our reality, which is what we are, by the way, we are conscious co-creators of our reality. We do not have to just give in to the extremes of the energies that are influencing us. Uh, if, if, if I believe that, I wouldn't even do this podcast. Um, if I believe that, then I would say, well, there's no use in even doing it because we're all just going to experience what we're going to experience. It's all just going to kind of take us and sweep us up and wash us away uh, in those energies and we'll kind of, you know, just be swept up by it, like uh, being swept up in a wave uh, on, on the ocean. But no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to just be pulled into the wave and swept up onto the wave. We can ride that wave. We can actually be conscious co-creators with this energy and we can ride these waves of transformation and co-create with them. Um, so instead of being sucked into the wave, and I'm going to use the analogy of, uh, of the ocean, being sucked, instead of sucked into the wave and being tossed and turned and tumbled uh, by that wave into the extremes of whatever it's going to push us to, we can use our gifts, we can use our tools, we can use spiritual practices, uh, we can use the balancing, the harmonizing, of the feminine energy in order to kind of be the surfboard or be the boat or be the aura the rudder on our boat so that we can navigate uh, these energies and not let them uh, cause breakdowns uh, and and, and ultimately facilitate uh, breakdowns in our world so uh, again staying conscious about wanting to break through and of course we're in a new era now the 2012 uh, shift of the ages that began uh, it'll it'll be three and a half years ago a little over three years ago now um, is is a a return to the sacred feminine energy and so that energy will be uh, slowly increasing and rising Uh, women are going to be rising, the feminine energy is going to be arising uh, more and more as the years go by Uh, but there's going to be serious uh, other male energy amplifying and increasing because one's not supposed to dominate the other, right? I mean, the reason why the feminine is rising, not because it's going to take over and dominate the masculine energy it's rising so that it can be once again in harmony, that balance once again to be restored so um, that's mm, a lot more than I planned on going into, but it's what uh, was coming to me and what I wanted to share with all of you today uh, regarding uh, some of these things and some of these energies and really staying focused on breaking through and using the energies in a balanced way to be the conscious co-creators that we are uh, and that, that we're meant to be so um, the Mars max let me just talk a little bit more um, about that Uh, Mars is a red planet Um, it's known associated with the fire energy okay so I talked about red monkey fire monkey Um, so that's another reason why I took the time to go into all the things that I've been thinking and feeling about this uh, because uh, of the, the connection there right so we have a year of the fire monkey and during this year is a Mars. Mars max happening here, right in the heart of it, right. So, uh, right in the the heart for the actually the majority of months within this year will be in the Mars max. Uh, so with that red planet, with the fire energy, with the warrior, uh, super active, um, passionate energy. Again, passion can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing depending upon how we use it. Everything, everything. Okay. Another thing that I I, I get really upset by that I see in the world actually that I want to point out um, because it concerns me greatly is this polarization that's happening of, of, of demonizing the other. Um, demonizing the other which creates further polarization. They're good. I, you know, I'm good. They're bad. He's good. She's bad. I, he, she's good. He's bad. Uh, they're, we're good. They're bad. Um, that type of polarization uh, is what leads to to erosion of respect is what leads to the kind of passion fire energy that like takes us into conflict and the the war energy of Mars that is not the good that, that's not the healthy kind it's not the helpful kind right so the warrior energy of Mars the super active energy of the monkey they can accentuate each other if we again do not work to um, be a presence in this world and, and have that presence Sense of peace and balance and harmony and, and, and in our lives. So uh, we need to focus even more on respect, uh, and we need to focus even more this year as a result of the Red Planet. And the red monkey, the fiery planet, and the fire monkey, uh, the, the the passionate monkey, and the passionate planet of Mars. Uh, as a result of them uh, amplifying each other. Uh, we need to focus even more on respect and not creating more polarization, not demonizing, not going to extremes, uh, not going into the us versus them, the good versus the the good versus uh, bad. Now, you know, is there light and dark? Is there light and shadow in this world? Absolutely. I'm not denying that in any way shape or form I'm not saying that there is not uh, duality Uh, there is all kinds of duality Uh, but are we meant to get stuck in it no are we meant to just be swept up by it like I was saying earlier about being swept up by the ocean no we are not so um, we are meant to be co-creators within it and to be aware of those dualities and to realize that we can always co-create a transcendence of them that instead of polarizing us more, actually allows us to progress, to move forward, to break through forward, and it's when we do that that we are at our best. That we are at our best as individuals. That we're at our best in our relationships and in our family lives, and that we are at our best uh, in the world collectively as as a people, as a as as a as a nation, as a species. You know, it's when we do that uh, that we're at our best. And we're going to be challenged to do that this year. Uh, we're going to we have all of this. Uh, I call it the healthy energy and the unhealthy energy of mars and the monkey um in fact uh for for me uh, most of the year is going to be the mars monkey year you know the mars monkey year um and so uh i i i have a very special uh connection with mars um you know due to my sun sign and everything so uh i i feel that it's uh going to be a year that's going to again kind of reawaken that passion uh... in me again passion is a is is an energy in and of itself it's it, it, it can be a it can be good or bad right it's an energy in and of itself that can be good or bad depending upon how we use it and that's the point i wanted to ultimately make is that anything and everyone can be good or bad right we have both in us right we, we can be good and bad good or bad all things every energy on the planet can be good or bad um, depending upon how we use it and what we do with it. Right? And again, whether we're doing that consciously or whether we're doing that unconsciously, just letting ourselves be uh, you know, pushed to extremes, so to speak. So please, please, please uh, focus on um, being conscious as possible, raising your consciousness, raising your vibration, um, definitely at the time of the beginning of this Lunar New Year, but all throughout the Mars monkey, the red Mars red, Monkey year um, of which again, you know, after September 1st, we won't be feeling its influences as much. Uh, It will, uh, the the Mars Max will be completed by that time, but we'll still be in the year of the fire monkey. And all that, whatever we're carrying with us and energies we're taking forward and all that happens and transpires during that Mars Max time, we'll be kind of taking it forward. So uh, it's really up to us as to what we do with it and to use it wisely. Uh, to really let it be, um, you know, a, a, a passion that we use for the good, uh, and that we use to, you know, move us in the direction that we want to move through for breakthroughs. Okay, so moving on, um, let's see what else I wanted to share with all of you today. I think I've covered most of it. This podcast is getting kind of long, so I'm going to actually try to uh, wrap up. Let me just go over a few other things that's happening between February the 8th and the time period of the, um, basically power packed, uh, the power packed equinox week, uh, high holy week, I'm gonna call it, um, that I spoke about earlier in the beginning of this podcast so uh, there's going to be um, a actually coming up in February also a moon moon Venus alignment that will help to um, keep us balanced in that feminine Uh, the moon being feminine the Venus being feminine but it's uh, only happening on February the 12th but just in time for Valentine's Day and I feel that it's going to be very advantageous for uh, uh, romance and for relationships and for love and being able to uh, maybe try to center our relationships, uh, deepen into our relationships, deepen into our love using that positive moon-venus uh, alignment that's going to be happening there to kind of anchor our love connection and our anchor our love relationships uh, so that we can uh, more easily uh, develop them, grow them especially uh, during this Mars Max time, which is not always necessarily good for relationships. So um, it doesn't uh, always, uh, it de- again, depending upon how we use it, right, and what we do with those energies uh, and whether or not we're conscious in um, aligning ourselves with them or not. Okay, so, um, and counterbalancing them. That's what's really important, that we counterbalance those Mars Max uh, red, red monkey, red Mars energies. Fire Monkey, Fire Mars energy, that we counterbalance them. So then after Valentine's Day, uh, the full moon in February will be coming up on the 22nd. Um, And then uh, another big event uh, happening that uh, will, again, help us feel those those tides move in even more strongly will be happening on March the 8th, of which there's going to be a total solar eclipse happening at 8.57 p.m. Eastern Time. I apologize that I haven't looked up yet where in the world it's going to be visible, regardless of where we can see it. And again, I think we make the mistake of uh, thinking that these eclipses are only affecting us if we can see it. Our physical eyes are uh, only a small percentage of being able to take in and receive all the energies that we receive. Uh, we receive all of these energies during eclipses and uh, you know equinoxes and solstices, whether we see anything or not, just like we receive all the energy of the new moons even though we can't see the moon at all with our physical eyes because our physical eyes only uh, pr- bring in and let us receive only so much energy in a limited way um, so there will be uh, a, a total solar eclipse happening at 8.54 p.m. eastern time on March the 8th and I encourage people to really use it as a ch- as an opportunity to really focus on world peace and um, to really focus on anchoring in that peace, because we're going to be uh, experiencing the Mars Max, we're going to be getting the the shifting tides even more into the spring tide. Which, you know, as much as spring is wonderful and it's bursting forth new life, again, those energies can be quite passionate and intense too, right? So, um, and then the, the 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 sun is being eclipsed, which is again a, a shadow that is being cast temporarily upon uh, the 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 sun due to an alignment between the the moon, the earth, and the sun. I mean, sorry, yeah, the moon, the earth, and the sun all coming into an alignment to create that eclipse. So uh, everything's kind of being amplified. So really, really focusing uh, during that time on peace, peace in the world, peace in our lives, uh, the love and peace that we want to see and the love and peace that we want to be uh, in this world is appropriate uh, during that time. Um, so that will kind of usher us in. Eclipses uh, come in pairs, Uh, very close usually to um, every solar eclipse is a lunar eclipse and vice versa, right? So they they, they come in pairs, they come close together uh, just because of where the the, the planet and the moon and the the sun actually are um, and their movements with each other so it's quite common for us, uh, it's most common I don't know if there's Ever a time, even excuse me, uh, if there's ever even a time in which it doesn't happen. Um, so, but I, I, I know for sure that it it happens a lot. Uh, that we see the moon and um, I mean, so the lunar eclipses and the solar eclipses. In fact, I remember. Actually, I'm pretty sure they they don't happen um, separate from each other. That there's one, and then there's the other. That they happen in pairs. So that solar eclipse will usher us into that lunar eclipse I talked about and that brings me kind of full circle with my intention to be to uh, put out another podcast uh, either, mm, I don't know if I can the week of the equinox because I'm planning on doing a lot of special uh, events, meditation events, teleconferences etc. Uh, online and through um, teleconference I'm planning on doing quite a bit during that, uh, that, that, that high holy week between March 20th and 27th so uh, my is to put out the next podcast sometime in the spring uh, to talk about some of the other energies that will be coming up um, perhaps it will be um, yeah anyway I, I, I can't tell you exactly when the next episode will be coming out uh, I apologize for that but it uh, again the intention is for it to be sometime in the spring uh, after uh, some of these things have happened and transpired so stay focused and um, be the conscious co-creators that you are with love and peace in your minds and in your hearts And I will um, be connecting with all of you either online um, or via email. Uh, Please feel free to contact me. Um, The email contact is on my website. Again, my name is Anna Jones, and I want to thank you very much for listening to this podcast today.